Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Beyond the Bench. And you are listening live to Season 4, Episode 6. And this is Beyond the Bench. And uh, we are here, all three of us, Aaron, Scott, Todd, we're all here recording together. And, hail, uh, hail, the gang's all here. Yeah, it's <laughs> been a couple weeks. And uh, we had a a good therapy session for about 15 minutes or so before we hit the record button. Uh, so that was good. Yep. But I still think we should probably record those and maybe put those out. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe maybe after retirement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Some of them, yes. The memoirs. So, some, yes. Some, maybe not so much. But yeah. uh, always good to hang out with you guys. Hope you guys are doing well. Good to see you. Good to see you guys. Absolutely. So. No, no problem. So uh, looking forward to recording again, getting some stuff back out there and um again just appreciate everybody tuning in listening so uh you've heard it before but we're going to do it again because we have some bills to pay uh so let's uh let's say hello to our sponsors absolutely want to thank our gold sponsors here for season four our first sponsor we want to say thanks to is gipper if you're an athletic director that wants your athletic program to stand out on social media well now you can have it stand out with gipper using gipper you can create and share professional sports graphics to social media in seconds on any any device and without needing design experience. Try Gipper out for free at gogipper.com backslash athletics. They're also in the podcast arena. You can catch Matthew Glick on his podcast, Standout. Uh, you can schedule your posts ahead of time. They've got that new beta feature going right now that I'm getting more and more used to. Uh, makes makes uh, designing your, your social media posts a lot faster. So I want to thank our folks at Gipper. Again, if you're looking to stand out on social media, Beyond the Bench suggests you take a good look at Gipper, uh, and they'll do that for you. And as a leader in the industry, Superfan has spent the last 10 years innovating and changing how schools approach fan engagement, ticketing, fundraising, and more. The Superfan platform includes our customized app. Make it fit your school by choosing from dozens of engagement features designed with your students in mind. Communicate better with our smart notification system, which allows you to target specific audiences. <clears throat> Excuse me. Learn more about your fan base with Superfan's detailed real-time data and reporting. Sell everything from merchandise to memberships through RevPass, our contactless digital payment system. And raising funds just got easier with the Rocket Jar digital fundraising platform. You get your own customized funding site, complete with your branding. Each fundraising campaign has its own page, making it easy to target potential donors. And Superfan's digital ticketing platform, FlashTix, makes it easy to sell tickets for any type of event. From start to finish, you can purchase tickets in as little as 10 seconds. Easy to set up and manage. It's a valuable addition to any school's toolbox. No matter how big or small your school is, the Superfan platform is your all-in-one solution. Find out more or schedule a demo at superfaninc.com. Let Varsity Bound Software manage your team's information so you can create an amazing experience and build your legacy. Varsity Bound provides everything your athletes and parents need to enjoy the season right in one place. They can get all this information on the web or in the Varsity Bound app. All your schedules, rosters, scores, standings, tickets, stats, live stream links, Twitter feed, 
team news, and more with Varsity Bound. Eh. Everything. Everything. (laughs) (laughs) All right, our next gold sponsor. Uh, I want to say thanks to Hometown Ticketing. If you're an AD interested in saving time or making your life or your job a little less stressful, if you're looking ways to improve the fan experience at your games, Beyond the Bench suggests that you take a good look at Hometown Ticketing. Hometown Ticketing provides schools with everything needed to offer professional-level online ticketing at absolutely no cost to your school or athletic program. Hometown integrates industry-leading technology directly into your existing school or athletic website. This provides your fans with a simple and easy ticket-buying experience that takes place directly on your website without the need of creating an account, remembering a password, or downloading an app. From individual game tickets to customize season pass programs, our friends at Hometown Ticketing can customize an entire platform for your program. The best part is it doesn't cost your school or athletic program anything to get started. So check out Hometown Ticketing, the official ticketing partner of VNN Sports at www.hometownticketing.com to enroll your school today. As an AD, becoming a better leader is always a priority for you. Well, I've been following Jamie Beckler for some time now and recently joined his online membership site, theleadershipplaybook.com. Jamie is the author of numerous books. He hosts the Success is a Choice podcast and helps athletic departments across the country build better cultures. He is also a former high school athletic director, and being a member of theleadershipplaybook.com is like having my own leadership coach on call. Jamie provides a fresh set of eyes to the issues we are sure to encounter. I highly recommend reaching out to him at Coach Beckler on Twitter. Again, reach out to Jamie Beckler. That's at Coach Beckler on his Twitter account. ADs, are you looking for the easiest, most efficient fundraising platform? Goat Fundraising takes all the hassle out of fundraising. To learn more, go to their website at GoatFundraising.com. All right. Again, thank you to all of our sponsors. Thanks for your support of Beyond the Bench. And so, hey, uh, we're going to get going here, but let's do a little what's up, what's down. All right. I'm going to start with what's up. Um, I guess the biggest what's up is homecoming is over. (laughs) Raise your hand if you're an AD out there who relates to that statement. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Everyone, uh, keep your hands on the steering wheel well, if you're yes. driving. Yes. Just, <laughs> just put one hand up. We don't need both yeah, hands uh, up. I know you're excited <laughs> about having homecoming over, but uh, uh, we had a good week and uh, just uh, uh, a really busy week, of course, but uh, the kids were engaged and uh, the toilet paper was flying. One of mm-hmm. those traditions over here in Greene County is the toilet paper. Oh, yeah. Um, they hit me on, on uh, Sunday night this year instead of Thursday night like they did last year. Um, the best thing about it is that a couple of years ago, we took down five trees in our yard. Uh, don't don't hate on me for that, <laughs> but they were old and they were taking up a lot of space. So we took out five trees, and that took a lot of their targeting out. Uh, we had one big tree in the front yard, and that got trimmed up really high. And I don't know if our baseball team is not going to be very good this year, but there wasn't very much toilet paper up in the top of that tree. Uh, so I don't know if the baseball arms were not part of this experience um, or they didn't stretch <laughs> yeah. out properly. But there wasn't very much they, toilet paper in the they tree. They haven't been so. managing their, their arm care very well lately. 
Right. Is that it? Yeah. 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 So that, they they hit some other stuff. You know, you just kind of take it out a little bit of time. I got it out before it, it rained on Thursday. Oh, yeah. Uh, but you don't want to take it all down right away on Monday. Or guess what? We'll hit you again. Uh, we've got a couple neighbors who are, are part of this crew, and they'd say, hey, Gordon's got yeah. his stuff down. Let's go get him again we'll tonight. get so, you again. Yeah. So, you so, know, it's... So a good tip you're saying is just take all your trees down and then you don't have any problems. Take all your trees down and don't take go. it all out at once. You there know, you go, once, ADs. Just kind of yep. solve so, all your homecoming problems. Good night. Thanks for listening. To <laughs> yeah, the thanks band. for that's listening. It. That's all we got. That's, it. Uh, that's good. That's good. Scott, what's up with you? Uh, you know what? Uh, I my, my daughter had homecoming this week, and so I will say it was – the best homecoming I've had in a really long time because <laughs> I was able just to be a dad uh-huh. and I got to go and watch her in the dodgeball tournament um, and kind of just sit back and watch. So it was great to have the opportunity just to to just enjoy watching her play without having to run around and make sure everything was set. And so I really enjoyed uh, just seeing her in her first year as a freshman and having the opportunity to go to homecoming. So it was, it was a really fun week for me. <laughs> sorry. <It's all> right. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, but it was, it was great. So again, like I said last week, it's been a little different, you know, just trying to reinsert myself into my own family, being home more. And uh, so that was just a, a fun week to, to see you get excited and have fun. So I bet Outstanding. it was good Outstanding. for you. Well, best part about having the mic last uh, on the ups, unless I mean, I suppose unless you can mute me on your end, but I got I got a couple things. I got a couple personal and, and a professional one. So uh, on the personal side, uh, I was telling these guys before. So has, I've got some vacation days built up in the old uh, bank. I don't know an AD out there that doesn't. So I did. We had a pretty light week and uh, took a couple days off this week, and it's amazing how good it feels to take days off in the middle of a school week. Uh, it, it sure it does. felt really good. So I appreciated that. Got some things done. Around. Now, it's funny. You, when I kind of verified, yep, we should be good on taking two days off, my wife started running down the list of things that she wanted me to get done for the week. <laughs> but that's okay. That was part of the plan. I expected that to happen. So, so that was good. Um, we had family in town for the weekend. It was our 15th uh, family get-together, for the, especially for you, Breast Cancer Run, uh, here in town. 12,000-plus oh, nice. runners and walkers this morning in Cedar Rapids. Wow. Great. Um, right. On that, and so we had all Jeanette's family in town with that. They all came in yesterday, watched the Iowa State game, and hung out, and then did the run this morning. And I made it 3.1 miles, and the ticker still kept ticking afterwards, which, which is a good thing. Good. And I'm you're here tonight. I am. I'm here, and and not overly sore. We'll see when I get done recording. I stand up how I feel. Uh, <laughs> and then we're kicking off our. Uh, we got Mitch with uh, 3D coaching coming in tomorrow, doing a workshop with us. So we're kicking. Oh, nice. Kicking off, it be all three high schools, uh, head coaches from Wash, Jeff, and Kennedy all getting together tomorrow. And we got a four-hour uh, kickoff for 3D coaching to kick off our PD for our coaches this year in 3D. So excited about that tomorrow morning as well. Awesome. That's awesome. So are you getting dedicated PD time for your coaches? Uh, yeah, so tomorrow is a full, uh, full in-service day. And we've been, work- we've been wow. working on this for a little over a year. We're actually going to have them come last year. And then, and then, obviously, mm-hmm. did with COVID and stuff like that, and the derecho hitting us. Um, so it's been a year, but we we got it approved. That tomorrow's a full in-service day, and they're doing just 
work time and PLC time, but something they're excusing head coaches from for the morning, and then they go do their afternoon stuff. So we are getting that dedicated time with just head coaches tomorrow. And, you know, the trick for all of us and that stuff is how do you get your non-teacher coaches there? Um, yep. Most yeah. of mine are going to get there tomorrow, though, so I feel good. We'll have about 70, you know, like 74 head coaches there from the three high schools working together tomorrow. Nice. Good. That's really fun. You'll you'll really enjoy yeah. that. So, now, yeah, Scott, I, I know you went through that. I'm, I'm going to follow up with a question for you on that, Scott, because yep. you've been through it with those non-teacher coaches. Yeah. Did you have any tricks, you know, for anybody listening, including Aaron, yeah. um, on getting those non-teacher coaches to be a part of that? I think the biggest thing for us was just having the conversation about how important it was, uh-huh. and we had good success having them show up. So, I think especially after they came to that first kickoff, they wanted mm-hmm. more. I mean, they that discussion, um, and again, uh, you know, Aaron will learn this as he goes through this, but some of those coaching sessions that I was able to facilitate, those conversations we had through the, the 3D framework were, like, for me, uh, and, you know, it you know, just kind of reinvigorated me whenever we had those discussions because I saw that our coaches were, you know, truly bought in and they loved our kids and they wanted the best for our kids. And they also were sharing and learning from yep. one another, which was really awesome. And, and I learned from them too. So I really enjoyed that time because I felt like I really get to, got to know my coaches, you know, even more so. And like Todd, you talk about your one-on-one meetings. I mean, I really feel like those times that we get to have one-on-ones and group sessions with our coaches to talk about what we do are just awesome because we don't spend enough time doing that. Mm-hmm. For sure. So, so I actually got to do it at, at Newton um, last Monday, and I just absolutely loved it. Cool. So, uh, you know, I'm excited about continuing to go through that. And we're doing nine sessions in Newton. Um, and then I'm out also working with uh, their Student Athletic Advisory Council also. So I'm looking forward to that and kind of helping them build that that culture that they want. Well, that's great, and that's important to you, obviously, because you have uh, two daughters left yes. in the system. Yes. And so you've got a vested interest yes, in that you do. as well. That's... I'm sure they're super excited to have their dad in there. <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs> well, it's one of those things I don't think kids say because they can't or they won't, but yeah. deep down they like seeing oh, yeah. your face come yeah. in too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you're right. Absolutely. That's what I'll tell myself anyway. Yep, there you go. Yep, and we'll yep, reinforce it for you will. if you want us to. There you go. We Thank will. you. <laughs> All right, little what's down. Todd, where'd you drive this weekend? Well, I sent you a picture. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this week, I saw the I saw the cart. <laughs> and, and you know, I I really I don't have a big down. Um, uh. You know, it's just so yeah. Okay, I'll go with that down. You know, it, it was another. It was a uh, shopping cart experience, and I, I text a picture every time I see something to Scott and Aaron. And it was in the High V in Jefferson. I, I'm I'm ashamed to say, um, and I usually park by those cart places for some reason, but because I know one half of my truck won't get dinged, um, <laughs> and maybe I was too close. I don't know. But when I came back out, the cart was in front of my truck. Uh oh, and not had been taken back around to uh, the cart bin. So somebody saved themselves. I don't know, fifteen steps, I guess, uh, by not taking the 
there was still room there. They could have gotten it through. But yeah. anyway, uh, I, put your carts yeah. away and yeah. uh, don't park it in front of my truck. <laughs> that, that's first world problems, I know. Uh, yeah. But, but, but yeah, no, I don't have much negative to say. I it's just, not like the stores make it difficult to find a place to put it. I mean, honestly. No. It, what is it? Maximum Correct. of 20 yards. Yeah, from any parking yeah. spot yeah, in, maybe. The parking, in the parking maybe. lot. Uh, but it's always somebody else's job and responsibility. It's not not mine. Yeah. Right. And, you know, and maybe it's because I just, I mean, obviously, there are some people out there who are just plain lazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. It, it just, I just don't, I don't quite understand it. But they're the same people that throw stuff on the ground and don't find a trash can that's 10 yeah. feet in front of them either. Yep. So um, just keep at it. But if I ever see you guys not put a cart away, uh, <laughs> I don't, I'll never do that. Uh, I don't want to see, I don't want to see that wrath. <laughs> no, no. Hey, that could be kind of fun though. That's, you know what? That sounds like a Twitter challenge. Ta- Scott, let's you and I talk later on about how we can do that. Just yes, to, I just like to it. Pick on Todd a little bit. Yeah. Well, well, let's let's do this, okay? If you are listening to the show and you see a cart that hasn't been put there away, tag us at BTBAD and uh, share like those that. photos. Let's start a movement, hey. and uh, we could have a T-shirt made before it's all said and done. Too. I like that. You know, yeah. If you tag it something like, you know, "Hey, Todd, thinking of you today," kind of thing. Stay. That, that's okay too. Have a little fun with it, maybe. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's good yep. stuff. I that's like good that. Stuff. Cartgate. Hashtag <laughs> Cartgate. There you go. Scott, oh, what's down it. with you? You know what? I I was sitting here trying to think of it down. I can't really think of one. I, I just had I had such a I at homecoming I went to the game Friday night and I saw a bunch of our former players and I just it just kind of you know really hit me on, you know, my purpose and why I you know, do what I do is just having that opportunity to work with those young people. And then now to see them growing up and, you know, out in the world doing great things and helping people. And it's just super rewarding. Um, you know, I got to see Nick, uh, mm-hmm. Friday night and a couple of, and, uh, Andrew Clements and Tyler Wood. And, um, it just was awesome to see him. And, you know, I was kind of having a tough week and that really, um, was a good, you know, pickup for me to see those young men and, and, you know, just to, you know, just to have a little bit of time to talk with them. And they were talking about, you know, they're like, Jarvis, you were the greatest AD ever. I was like, well, I don't know about that guys. No, 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 you You are. And it's okay. We can all, we can all No, no, no. And, and so I, so it was just, it was just did my heart good. So I didn't really have it down. I mean, and you know, can you after that? I've been, yeah, there's the stuff over the last few weeks of, tried to get me down and that was just a real good pickup so good great good for you good. nick easley still one of my favorite podcasts yeah, all yeah he's a great show he's such an he's such an awesome kid i just yeah he's just a neat young man what's he doing now give us an update so he uh he is actually was interviewing for a few jobs i talked to him about so um so pharmaceutical sales rep and a couple other things he was kind of looking at so he was kind of excited to get going. Would like to be in, you know, like the Des Moines area, hopefully, but mm-hmm. a couple other areas he was looking at. So he, he's going to land on his feet, and whatever he does, he's going to be successful at. Absolutely. Because, 
he just works hard and and treats people right and just yeah cool good cool young cool. man good good all right aaron what's down he got any well, down all right so i'm going to give you a little video look since since you guys are on with me so maybe you can see it so this is my down look look at my office here uh, right. yeah. so i'm used to equipment I'm, graveyard. I'm used to my office looking like this during track season you know, we had track meets yeah. out of Kingston Stadium. We got our, I got my big tub of stuff I've got to take with me. You know, well, so we bought a, our school district bought our own chip timing system here this last fall. Uh, well, we bought it actually a year ago, but we got to use it actually this fall. And I've been kind of the guy who's learned how to run that. Chris and Grant take care of the, the track meets in the spring. So I said, I'll learn how to do the cross country stuff. And we've had to do some upgrades, things and flags and some clocks. And, you know, I've got a generator in here. I got the, t- it's, <laughs> I just, I've got all this stuff in here. I'm used to tripping over all these things in the springtime, not the fall. And uh, I, yeah. we've had two cross-country meets. We've got the state qualifier a couple weeks. And it's just one of those things that's more work to put it back in the storage closet yep. downstairs by the locker rooms than it is to just leave it in your office. But I'm getting kind of yeah. tired of tripping over the top of cross-country flags and banners and, and yep. timing systems and generators and gas cans and all that <laughs> well, you got a you, you got a oh, regular oh, you got a bunker no, going on in there. I don't have a gas can here. I'm just kidding. I don't have that. <laughs> uh, but uh, anyway, so that's I, you know, and if that's if that's the only down I've got, I suppose I've had a pretty good week or two. A couple of yeah. vacation days will do that for you. Kind of forget about all the, all the other stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, that's good. Yeah, yeah I uh, I actually moved a. I did some rearranging of my office this week and kind of uncluttered it. Uh, I was kind of feeling the same way. It wasn't, and I got some stuff down to our storage down by the gym that we've got a, a cage down there and took a couple things out that just needed to go out that I hadn't done for, since we moved it in. So, um, I did that, but I know what you mean. Yeah. Springtime, you usually just kind of collect it and keep it there. Yeah. So you'll unclutter it. You'll uh, get it uncluttered after, after October 20th. Qualifier. It can all go, it can yep. all get put away after October 20th. So, yep. Well, hey, that's good stuff, guys, and uh, you know I'm glad. Maybe we've we've outdone the the what's down part. We got a lot of ups, and yeah. uh, we're just teasing about down stuff. That's, that's not, not bad. So yeah. we'll take that. No, it's not. Well, you know, as I was thinking about what we wanted to kind of focus on this session, uh, this podcast, I, I came. I just, you know, we kind of we we like to talk a lot about leadership, and I, I think uh, I didn't have a real subject matter in mind. Um, but I've just been struck by some leadership lessons here recently. And I, I figured you guys had been too. So as we texted earlier today and said, Hey, let's just talk through some of our recent leadership lessons, what we've learned. And I know our listeners out there have had some lessons as well. So, uh, here is what we have experienced, um, over the last few weeks. And, uh, we're just going to share those and kind of talk through them together uh, with each other, uh, tonight. And as you listen to this, whenever you listen to this podcast, so, uh, Aaron's going to go first and then I'm going to go and then Scott will go. And then, uh, Aaron will have a wrap up as we wrap up tonight. So here are some leadership lessons that each of us, each of us have learned, uh, over the last maybe week, two, now, three weeks. So I spent some time trying to think about what's, you know, cause 
Lord knows the life life has taught me plenty of lessons in the last couple of weeks, but kind of what maybe what I've been focusing on the past couple of weeks. Uh, and uh, you guys have heard me talk about our standards of excellence that we worked on and developed here for our athletic program and, and mm-hmm. trying to, to really be intentional about taking on things that are on there. And, um, you know, we talked about we don't have a lot of big downs and stuff right now. There's certainly parts of the grind that I think are where not all of us as ADs right now, whether you're in a school that's got mask mandates or whether you're, uh, you know, we got kids who are struggling to get back in routine, staff members trying to get back into routine, and it's just the struggles that come with that. And and it's easy to get, for me, I guess, pulled down in some of those things. And so something I've been really thinking about quite a bit lately is, look, if we if there's a culture we want to have in our building, um, who's responsible for developing that culture? Uh, and, and the answer is we all are. But I guess I've been trying to start with the question, one of our standards of excellence is, if not me, then who? Um, yep. on that. And I've been trying to kind of take that mindset here the past couple of weeks when I see something that's not right uh, or when somebody wants to maybe challenge uh, where we're trying to take our culture or the way we want to manage or handle situations uh, and and they want to kind of take us on those things. I keep coming back to, look, if I'm not going to stand up for what we want to be about and what we want to believe in and, and, and what we want our school to, to be known for, who else is going to? And so the three bullets we've got underneath that are to take accountability and ownership of your program, to set the standard and be the standard for your programs, and to be an ambassador for your mm-hmm. program, for your school. And so I'm just really, when I find myself out in the hallways or taking that mindset and I walk out in the hallways or I walk out to practices or I go to an event, um, I know there's going to be negative encounters. I know there's going to be a kid who doesn't want to school on time or get to class on time. I know there's going to be a parent who wants to argue about uh, officials calls or not just a parent a fan i shouldn't just always say the p word um i know those things are going to happen i'm accountable for my response in those situations to to keep it moving forward yeah. towards our culture we're trying to build keep it keep it moving in the direction that makes us better not worse as a program as a school uh, i'm responsible for setting that standard and so if, if I'm mm-hmm. going to try to hold somebody else to a standard of watching their language and not cussing and swearing and, and keeping things better than you found them, uh, taking care of the things you've been blessed with in your program, if 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 I'm expect other people to do that, I better do it first. And so I'm trying mm-hmm. to walk out of the office into my spaces, whether it be the gyms or it be the auditorium or the hallways between classes, the cafeteria for lunch duty, with the idea of set the standard, be the standard. Let them see you doing it right, and then you can start to hold them accountable to holding to doing the same thing, uh, and, yeah. and moving forward towards your culture. But if you are flip flopping and you only do it when other people are watching and they don't see you picking up trash in the hallways, they hear your mouth running when it shouldn't be running. When you get frustrated, uh, you know it gets difficult then to hold them to that standard, and your culture doesn't go anywhere. Um, it stays flat or, or gets worse, goes backwards. So. I, I think that's mm-hmm. something I've been trying to focus on a little bit here uh, the, the past few weeks um, is this idea of, of if not me, then who? That's a, that's a tough one, Aaron. That's a hard to to be that and to be consistent with that. So It, it is, and it's not. Uh, you know, I um, – it's, it's just something like trash in the hallways, and, and you got – we all – Man, why why is it fourteen? We you know you talked about the carts and the, and, the, and things like that. I mean, why is it so difficult to take a milk carton from your table and put it in a trash can that's probably six feet away? You know, yeah. um, but if but if the kids watch me walk by a, a cafeteria table when lunch is done and there's trash on the table and I don't pick it up, then I'm doing the same thing. 
Um, and so, see, I, I agree. It's hard to hold yourself to those types of things, but but uh, I, I think we have to to well, be yeah. leaders. Yeah. Well, I just think like you know, you talk about holding people accountable in the stands, and you know when they're acting like lunatics about a call. Sometimes that's hard. I mean, sometimes that that's hard to do. You know, you're just like, God, do I got to go deal with another, you know, clown up in the stands cussing at the referee and say, hey, sir or ma'am, please don't be cussing. You know, it probably wasn't a great call, but, you know, they're human. They make mistakes. Let's move on. And then they're like, under their breath, F you. They are. <laughs> and you're like, have a great night. Yeah. But that's exactly the conversation I had. I had to go up in the stands. Couple weeks ago, up in the football stands, and, and you know it's hard the football games because the stands are big and there's a lot of people up there and things come from a lot of different directions. But I just I happen to be looking up in the stands as a call, a poor yeah. call, and and some people's opinions must have been made in the field. And I happen to kind of just scan the stands. And I'm looking right at a guy. <laughs> he just he starts yelling and cussing and BS coming out of his mouth, and and I'm looking right at him. So I'm like, well. Yeah, that sucks to be you, I guess, because I'm looking right at you when you did it. <laughs> uh, and he saw me. We made eye contact, and he put his head down, and I started walking up. And I, I fully expected to get up and walk away because I was coming up. I mean, the elementary kids do when I just see me coming. I thought maybe he would too. But I, but I, that's, I used these, this exact language, Scott, when I got up there. I said, hey, here's the deal. I didn't see it because I was busy kind of surveying the stands, which is why I'm up here because I saw you when you said it. I said, yeah. Maybe I wouldn't agree with the call either, but here's the deal. How do we want our kids to respond when things don't go right? Do we right. want, to yell, do we want yeah. to yell and BS from the stands like you just did? Or, or do we want yeah. them to show some class, some maturity, and, and learn from it and move on and be better because of it? I know yeah. I just lose my head sometimes. But, but I kind of spun that same, if not me, then who? Look, if, we're not, if, if you can't hold yourself to that emotional standard, why would our kids do it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. Well, kudos to you. Well, because oh, oh, look, we're trying. We're not doing this all the time, but I but know. We're trying. I, 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 uh, I, hey, that's that's hey. I, I think the 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 thing to remember in that though too, uh, to me, the first thing that comes to mind because I'm with you. I mean, I I walk through and I pick stuff up, and yeah. um, as we've started the first session of our our AM leadership, our RAM leadership that we started this year on Tuesday mornings. I challenged the kids that were in that room to help pick up mm-hmm. and to, you know, that's one way they can show leadership is to, you know, help help a custodian walk through the lunchroom, pick something up that's not yours. Um, so anyway, I, I think the frustrating part, one of the first things that came to mind, Aaron, is, as you talked about that, is that we want to be the standard. We want to set the standard. And we want that standard to be followed immediately when I think we need to just continue with the process um, and let the process work out and just yeah. take take root when it yeah. does. Um, but we can't because I, I'm with you. We want to – I want to say things to our, our kids in that morning session, and I want to say things to our coaches – and I want them to immediately put it in play. Well, that yeah. doesn't always happen, you know, but we've got to plant the seeds. We've got to stay consistent. And it comes back to that old phrase to trust the process yep. and, you know, win in the dark, whatever this yeah. process might be, yeah. whatever the phrase might be. But uh, just, the stone. again, 
pound the stone, stay consistent yep. uh, in everything that we do, yep. too. So, yep. so there you go. Uh, yep. For me. Thanks, Aaron. That was good. Um, mine is very simple. Um, the need for our why. Um, and I just mentioned this in something I wrote for our, our coaches and directors that they'll get tomorrow. Um, you know, it's October mm-hmm. and we're six weeks in now and the newness has worn off and people are starting to get more irritable. Uh, the stuff <laughs> may start to get piled up a little bit and, you know, I'm, I'm talking about us too, as ADs yeah. and as leaders. And this really struck me in the last two weeks, uh, in particular, because I started our one-on-one coaching sessions uh, two weeks ago with our coaches, three or four a week. And with each one of them in this first session, I am asking them, number one, to verbalize their why and their purpose, mm. kind of like we do with our guests, you know, yep. Pete hit the floor. but and And then my... It's amazing to me because they, the whys can be pretty shallow. You know, they can be pretty generic. But then I, I, I always want to push them a little bit deeper. Um, whatever that conversation looks like with that coach, I try to push them a little bit deeper to think um, 15, 20 years down the line and not just, well, my purpose, my why is because I like being around kids and I like coaching them. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, that's, that's something you do but that wears off. Mm-hmm. And so my my appeal to them has been, you know, on those days when the times are tough and you've got two parent phone calls that you have to make or you know you've got two parent meetings that are going to happen or you've got to confront a kid about a behavior again. Mm-hmm. Um that it starts to pile up and you wonder if it's worth it. Yeah. And you have to have that why, and I, I try to phrase it like, okay, you and I are getting on an elevator, and we're going down one floor, and you've got to tell me your why. Yep. And it's it's got to be that 15 or 20-word why. And then not only I want you to write it down, so I've told them to write it down, then I've told them to put it in prominent places where they can see it, Yep. whether it's on your phone, in a note where you can pull it up, whether it's beside your bed on a note card, whether it's in your practice plan book, have that where you can see it all the time. And it's just been a reminder for me. Um, and so I, I did it too. I never really had it down someplace mm-hmm. where I constantly had it. And I have these moleskin journals that I use that I write in. And so mine is right on the front page. It's on the front page of this journal. Mm-hmm. And so I can pull it up every day and i i have looked at it every day uh for the last two or three weeks since i wrote it in there and that's awesome that has been my my really heavy work i think with the coaches is to have them write it yep write it down where they can see it and make it go deeper than just i like to coach because i like kids and i want to make a difference in their lives yeah it's got to be more than that yeah it's got to have wording and at the end of the Every time we meet, I ask those coaches before they leave, what's one thing you're going to take away with you today? 
one thing that's really going to stick with you. And that has been, I've had eight of them so far. And I think seven of them have said, the one thing I'm going to take away is I need to really get my why down better Mm -hmm. and write it down where I can see it. So I'm going to encourage every AD out there to do the same. We talked to about our why and what it is, but do you have it somewhere where you can pull it out and see it? Is it really written down and succinct enough and deep enough so you know what you're doing every day? Uh, That has been, that was an eye-opening lesson for me uh, last week as I started that. Yeah. So, I mean, all four of them last week, all four of the coaches and one one director um, in that four, all four of them said the same thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, man, Gordon, why haven't you pushed this heavy enough before? I've always t- talked to him about it. Yeah. But this is the first time in this one-on-one session where I made it an integral part and the first part mm-hmm. of what we were talking about. Yeah. Um, so I, I, it was just really encouraging to me. Uh, to know that I think they're going to take that to a deeper level. Uh, and uh, I know your coaches are going to do that, Aaron. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, probably starting tomorrow, yeah. I believe, aren't they, yeah. Scott? Yeah. yeah, yeah, they will. They're, they're going to write that out and have that purpose statement. And it, yeah. it's been amazing to me how many of the coaches really haven't thought about that at a deep, deep yeah. level Yeah, and then be able to, to really have it in front of them. So. Um, I'm encouraging all you ADs out there, all you leaders out there to write that thing down, uh, take some time, and really get it somewhere where you know where it's at so you've got it in front of you. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, I was I, – I, I, uh, I my goal is to be a purpose, uh, to be a purpose and mission-driven servant leader that inspires leaders to pursue excellence and positively influence the lives of others. Yeah. And and it took me a long time to get to that little snippet because when I first had it and you go through the 3D process, you know, I got like two paragraphs. Right. And I'm trying to pare it down to make it so it's something that I can just rattle off just like you said yep. Todd and, yeah. and I can go look at Get it. that and, little elevator. Yep, and, and, and be able to I think it's important, you know, when you start to if you haven't really written it down, I think We've all got key words that we like mm-hmm. um, that are kind of part of what we believe. And so here's mine. I mean, I'm, I'll, I'll show you mine. If you ask me what my why is, here it is. Yeah. To be intentional every day in helping others become the best version of themselves by being engaged moment by moment. Mm. That's awesome. Yep. And... I'm with you. I mean, it used to be kind of long, and but I've got phrases in there. I mean, helping others, obviously, servant leadership, intentional, yep. Yep. and I've got yeah, my moments piece, in there. Yep, yep. that's so, good. Um, that why has to describe who you are as well, uh, as well as your purpose. So yep. um, that's been a fun process for me. And, again, it's, yep. it's something I told the coaches, too, you know, when we do this one-on-ones, it's, I'm going to learn as much, if not more, and I already have, and that's what I yeah. – I really look forward to those 30, 40 minutes I get to spend with those coaches and directors. That's awesome. Thanks, Todd. You bet. You bet. Scott, how about you? What's uh, some things yeah. you've learned recently? Well, I, I think one of them is just 
taking care of yourself as an athletic director. I know we're probably not very good at that because we, we do take care of others so much. And so, and I know, you know, we all have our things that we like to do to relax. And, you know, I, I love to sing and love to listen to music like Todd and listen to my, Todd got me into listening vinyl records. So I like to listen to my vinyl (laughs) records now. Yes. And I go, I'll go on my walks, you know, um, but then, you know, just fill in your bucket, you know, taking care of yourself, fill in your bucket. Like, so for me, like, you know, when I go and present at a conference or like, you know, Todd writes his articles, I, I just feel like that fills my bucket and serving others, you know, serving st- student athletes, serving coaches, being able to be a part of the NIAAA and our Iowa High School Athletic Director Association. And then this podcast, this fills my bucket and, and I this is so valuable to me to have you two in my life and be able to share with you and the good and the bad. And so I just encourage everybody out there to make sure that they have people that they can rely on like I do. And I feel very lucky that I've got Aaron and Todd, um, you know, cause when I think when some of them, when we're dealing with stuff, we can call each other and talk through it. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I feel better after I talk to you guys. So um, I really appreciate that. And then I, I think as a leader, you know, just being able to, um, you know, serve others and, you know, developing that interpersonal IQ, how do we step into someone else's shoes and kind of see their perspective? And I think as ADs, we have to do that a lot, you know, and how do I continue as an athletic director to, to develop my skills on, you know, how am I going to take care of my student athletes? How am I going to take care of my coaches? And I love the fact that, that, uh, you know, Todd does his one-on-ones and his coaches and Aaron's, you know, starting that 3D process. Those are all like things that we're going to be, you know, that your student athletes and your coaches are going to take with them through their whole entire life. So just the, the huge impact that we have um, on our student athletes and coaches is awesome. Um, and then Aaron kind of talked about this tonight, but just managing your emotions because mm. sometimes that's tough. <laughs> I mean, for me, I mean – I can swear with the best of them, you know, if I have to. Um, but it's, sometimes it's it's tough to manage those emotions. Sometimes it's hard to keep, you know, your cool in some of those situations. And, you know, we always talk about how we become, a, you know, develop and, and be a great communicator for our coaches and great leaders or great communicators. Mm-hmm. And and one thing that I've learned, and and I, and it's, this is tough too, and especially just to, to admit when you're wrong and to be vulnerable as AD. I think that's mm-hmm. really hard. I just wrote an article a little while ago on that and, and how I feel like it's easier to do that, to be vulnerable and to admit you're wrong when you have that network of people, you know, in your life as an AD that you can reach out to and share with and be like, you know, and, and they're not afraid to tell you like, Hey man, you screwed up. You need to, you need to fix that. And I, I think that's, very valuable. Um, and I think another thing throughout my career that I thought I've, I've learned, um, and even now here in the last few weeks is, you know, the ability of, of ADs to learn and how to, um, spot talent and how to pick those coaches that are going to be the best for your student athletes in your school. And it's not always about picking the, the, maybe he's not the, the best coach, but the right coach. Mm-hmm. For you and your program, I think is something that as I, you know, 
feel like I have more time to kind of reflect on different things throughout my career and how I deal with things now um, has been something that I think is really important. And then we always talk about this on our podcast is just be a mentor, invest in your people. And, and that's what I love. Like Todd and Aaron both talked about this tonight. They're, you know, investing in their coaches and their student athletes, whether it's Aaron, you know, um, doing his student leadership, or now he's going to be delving into that 3d coaching, um, is awesome. And I, and I think that's what I, I love about, you know, the roles of our ADs and be thankful, um, be grateful, be quick to praise. And, uh, lastly, I just think it's so important to lead with love. Um, and you know, I, sometimes that's hard for people to say, I say it probably too much, but just you know, love your coaches, love your student athletes. I feel like when we love people and care about them, we're going to do more for them. And sometimes, you know, learning to love people needs means you need to get to know them. And I know that's hard too as ADs. We've got hundreds and hundreds of student athletes in some cases, hundreds of coaches in some cases. So how are we intentional about, you know, getting to, to be that for our coaches and our student athletes? So that's what I had. So thank you. You know what I love about our podcast right now is we have the reflective Scott Jarvis. Yeah, that's weird, huh? It, I mean, oh. honestly, I mean, this is great. Um, it's great that we that that we get to hear yeah. that. I mean, now that you're you're not doing the quote unquote AD job day by day, you're still involved in a lot of things that we're yeah. involved in. Um, but I love hearing the reflective yep. part. I think that's that's good for for Aaron and I and yep. all of our listeners to hear that. Uh, well, it's good for that's me real. too. I, I was <laughs> trying, Todd. I'm glad you came up with that word because I was listening to him talk, and it's and it's been growing as we've gone week by week yeah. here. And I couldn't grab sure the word has. reflective. I was trying to figure that out, but it's exactly what what we're getting. We're getting this this distance and can look at it with mm-hmm. from a different lens and a different perspective of uh, uh, rather than just being in the middle of it and the heat of it. Um, yeah. You know, you talk about, I thought about this, you're talking, it goes back to what I talked about in terms of setting the standard and being the standard. And when we don't do that well, are we, are we willing to yeah. recognize it and fix it uh, and, and learn from yeah. it? And man, I had a moment a couple weeks back and I'm ticked off myself and maybe it's internally what kicked me into this, this focusing on this, if not me, then who part. So school's out. And and I want our gyms locked up because our volleyball all of our volleyball coaches are, are non-teacher coaches, so practices don't start till four thirty. And I want my gyms cleared out uh, by the by the gym coach. Hey, can you just can you shut off the lights and lock the doors so that kids who are just there after school with no purpose aren't just down there trying to play basketball, and get pickup games going with no supervision, and, and until the volleyball coaches get here or until some some coach has some active or has activity. Well. Sometimes it happens and sometimes it doesn't. And I was just in a bad mood, I think. I go down there. I got some kids in that are messing around. I'm, I'm, I'm working on getting them cleared out. And I start getting some grief for some kids, and a couple of them are lower-level football players. And they really got at me. They got under my skin as I'm, as, I'm, as I'm running them out. One of them starts running his mouth to me, and I was, man, I was frustrated. Yeah. And I'm like, it's one of my football players. And I'm walking down the hallway past the meeting room where our football coach or my varsity coaches are meeting with their varsity players after school. I know my coaches are in the room talking. The kids are sitting outside in the hallway. And I told myself to keep walking. 
because I wasn't in a good spot. I was mad. I was frustrated. And I was frustrated at a younger football player because why, why is he giving me grief for clearing the gym out the way he is and, and yapping back at me? But nope, what did I do? I stopped and I walked in the door, frustrated, angry, and mad. And I went in there, my football coach was in there, and I started, you guys have got to use your platform to fix your players, this kid. And of course it starts, I, I start building with emotion. And, and as you said, Scott, sometimes we can swear at the best of them. Mm-hmm. And I walked out of that stupid thing. Like, what was that all about? And right. and was I setting the standard? Was I being the standard? So I went back and had a conversation mm-hmm. the next day and said, look, guys, I'm sorry. That was crap. I shouldn't have done it. I was mad, frustrated, and in a moment. And you guys didn't deserve that. And, and it had nothing to do with what the work you guys are doing. But I had to take it out on somebody. And that's not the type of example I want to be. Um, mm-hmm. So having people around us that hopefully will give you grace when those moments come up. But that's when we talk mm-hmm. about how we have to be intentional and, and, and purposeful and, and manage emotions and, and, but also be authentic when those tough times come up. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, sidebar story. Sorry. No, that was good. Yep. No, I, I, but I, I think, uh, it's okay to be emotional. It's okay. We're going to have those moments yeah. of frustration yeah. that yeah. set us off. But uh, you going back the next day and you know admitting that got the best yeah. of you, mm-hmm. yeah. you know. But I know we hate that feeling, and we got to live with that for twenty four hours sometimes, yeah. Yeah. or twelve hours. But but that's why having these conversations and, and talking with people and listening to. Well, there's our podcast, other podcasts, reading books, and constantly getting that mentoring and coaching because we all go through those moments, and then you get yeah. reminded, oh, I remember that with Todd. Todd talked about that, or or that other AD in my conference mm-hmm. talked that story about a frustrating time he had. And it's why we have to keep connecting with one another uh, and sharing the good and sharing the bad, the what's ups and the what's downs in our jobs, so we can learn and mm-hmm. and be better from it. So, yeah, yep, yeah. yeah. good. Thanks, guys. Uh, that was great. And it, you know, any. ADs out there. Obviously, we want to interact with you and, uh, you know, interact with our, our social media at BTBADs. If if you've learned a lesson in the last couple weeks, uh, boy, we'd love to hear it. We'd love mm-hmm. to learn from you. So um, let us know what you've learned as well, too. It, it, it'd be great to share with you. Um, I want to just, before we get to our final thought here with Aaron, um, you know, we've got, uh, I think Scott's been to one already. He's going to the the District AD meetings, our yep. uh, Iowa District AD meetings. Um, and uh, the, 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 ours are this week. Aaron, when's yours? We're not until the 13th. So, okay. you got yeah, another week yeah. or so. Yeah, I'm going to go. Actually, uh, Green County went into the Southwest District, so I'm going to go down to Southwest Iowa and hang out with my 712 brother. Yeah. There you go. And sisters down there, so. Yeah, I'm going back to the 712, back to Atlantic. Little stomping grounds mm. for you down there. Take it, taking my phone with me, and uh, boy, my phone's I'll just going to... I'll see gonna, you on Wednesday, Todd. I'll see you there. I'll see you in Atlantic. Looking yeah. forward to that. So, And uh, I, I think we can announce this, but uh, we are taking the BTV show on the road in about a yes. month. Uh, we are going to be doing a workshop at the Wisconsin AD convention. And so we look forward to being up there, experiencing your convention uh, up there in the Dells. And uh, we're going to be taking some time to interview one or two, three, whatever we can get in real quick. Um, 
on our podcast. We'll be recording a podcast live at the Wisconsin AD Convention. And uh, who knows, maybe do another couple interviews on uh, a Sunday night if they have some sort of hospitality. I'm sure Wisconsin doesn't do no, any hospitality. They don't, they don't know how to do anything. that there. <laughs> no, they they don't they don't do no. that in, at, at, in that no. state. Okay, yeah, I forgot Wisconsin's uh, probably pretty yeah, dry. Yeah, so. yeah, it's pretty uh, dry county. Anyway, we'll look forward to uh, meeting and greeting and and uh, sh- seeing some people up there in Wisconsin uh, the weekend of November was seventh or eighth, yep. something like yeah. that. Yeah, sixth, seventh, eighth. Yeah. Yep. So we'll be up there in about a month. So look forward to doing that as well. Yeah, that'll be fun. So Aaron, you're going to close us out. You've got our closing yeah, thoughts so, today. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to share an expert uh, excerpt from uh, a devotional with Mark Patterson. He's just kind of been one of my steady reads here the last, I would say, probably six months. Um, and I uh, came across this one it came via email the other day. And so this one's called Press On. Uh, he bases this, I'm, I'll share this, on Philippians 3, where he says, it says in Philippians 3, it says, Forgetting what's behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press on towards the goal to win the prize for which God has called me. Uh, and he, he wrote this devotion is based on that verse, and he said some things that it kind of struck me as I was thinking. Um, and this was actually probably four or five days ago. I started thinking about this when I, when I read this. So he says this. He goes, at some point in our lives, most of us stop living out of imagination and start living out of memory. That's the day we stop living and start dying. To be fully alive is to be fully present. It mandates leaving the past in the past. He says that the phrase press on whenever he hears it. He goes, I have flashbacks to my college basketball days. There are two ways of playing defense. You can sit back in a half-court defense and let the other team come to you. It's a defensive way of playing the game. It's protecting the lead. It's not. It's playing not to lose. In football, it's called the prevent defense. Then there's a form of offense, uh, an offensive form of defense, the full-court press. You force the issue. You don't let the game come to you. You take it to them. And it just got me wondering, thinking about my game plan as an AD. Am I sitting back on my heels? Am I being reactive? Am I playing prevent defense, uh, trying not to lose the AD game, um, trying not to let the bad thing happen, rather than being intentional about our mission and our purpose and our goals and our standards uh, that we're trying to instill in our young people in our school through our platform athletics? Um, on that. And so it kind of struck me when I read that, that I, am I pressing on, you know, Todd, you talked about your intentionality. Um, are we being intentional and in taking our game to our opponent, which is all the things we know can rip apart schools, rip apart kids, rip, rip apart cultures on teams. Are we being aggressive and, and putting the full court press on those things in our programs to try to attack them and meet them head on and, 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 and get our programs and coaches and kids steered in the right direction? Or are we on our heels waiting for bad stuff to happen and reacting to it? Um, I thought I'd share that. That's great. I love that. And I, I think uh, too many times we, we we play it safe, you know, mm-hmm. and, and uh, we quit We quit trying to be imaginative. Our, our, mm-hmm. our imagination mm-hmm. kind of leaves yeah. us. And uh, yeah. I think that's, that's yeah. a great reminder. Just don't start doing things out of just yeah. memory. Out of, yeah. well, this is the way we've always done it. Or no, I just, I don't, I yeah. don't, don't bring me that new idea. I just, I'm comfortable with this is how we run our track meets. Yep. I'm comfortable with the way we run our basketball games. I'm comfortable with, because mm-hmm. uh, that's what I'm used to. Uh, and I, I just found that statement of that's the day we stop living and start dying. And maybe that's the day, you know, when we get to those moments where we start disliking 
being an AD instead of being excited about being an AD. Yeah. Well, I, I will share just a personal. I've probably said this on here before, and I've told you guys I know, but I have never felt more alive, so to speak, as an AD as I do right now. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of it is the support I have, and um, but a lot of it is just, I think, the new things that I'm trying to do. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I can't look back and say, why didn't you do this earlier? Because maybe I wasn't ready to do it. Mm-hmm. But I but I feel like, you know, I've just tried to use my imagination more. I've tried to step outside the box uh, with some of the things that we're trying to do and to get uh, to develop leaders and leadership here at Green County. And it has energized me more than anything. And it's it's it's, it's taken a lot of work. But, uh, man, I, I just that resonates with me. Uh, and mm-hmm. I don't say it to pat myself on the back, but I can tell you from experience, if you don't step outside the box, um, if you don't, you know, as that phrase I use, adjust, adapt, overcome, mm-hmm. if you don't take a risk mm-hmm. and try to do that, um, you are just playing it safe. Yeah. And you're just going to be stuck in the mundane. Yeah. And uh, that's that's a tough place to be. Yeah. So. I appreciate yeah, that, Aaron. You Thank yeah. you. Thanks for sharing, Aaron. Yeah. Well, hey, guys, it's been great again, and uh, I hope our listeners, I want to thank our listeners for staying with us. I want to thank our, our sponsors again, uh, Gipper, Superfan, Varsity Bound, Hometown Ticketing, Jamie Beckler, and the Leadership Playbook, and Goat Fundraising for their support of Beyond the Bench. Guys, we'll talk again soon. Uh, Scott, I'll see you this week. I know, it'll be Down good. Down in Atlantic and 712. It. Aaron, I'll see you soon. Hope so. Um, if not sooner. All right, everyone, thank you. Have a great week, guys. Uh, homecoming is over for all of us. Uh, but we appreciate all of our listeners, and we look forward to connecting with you and seeing you real soon. Thanks for listening. We appreciate your support. First and foremost, we thank you for listening to Beyond the Bench. Have a great day. Have a great week. And be blessed.